0: Fellas, this should probably serve as the best piece of advice that I'll ever give you for the first quarter of this year. If she come through to your ends and she has a matching bra and panties, then bruh, you were the bait. There was nothing about you calling her for a booty call. That was a dick appointment that she was going for. Negolations 1-4. And that's just facts. This is one of those ways that you end up finding out that in as much as you thought that you were in control, it was actually the shorty that planned for it. And she just made it look like you were in control yet she was controlling the entire thing. And Shoris do this all the time. There's times when I've actually been told that babes will intentionally marinate themselves or even act like they've been marinated because they want to flex a guy from the club. There's times when she'll make it look like you shooting your shots was like coming through and she was catching the vibe, yet in reality, she was probably crushing on you and she kind of made herself open and you took advantage of it. So in a sense, you feel like you're in the driver's seat But what you're playing with is the controller, and she's the one with the actual steering wheel. Like, this is one of those very, very cunning ways that babes make us feel good. And much as I'd like to call them out and say, oh, you're lying, that isn't nice. Yo, we love that shit. We love being in control. Continue putting us through such situations. Just make sure that we feel good afterwards. Don't go let us hit, and then, you know, just after you've nutted and I haven't, you just pulled the whole I'm tired shit. Now that is the part that I actually don't like. But anyways, we have a podcast to begin and there's definitely a bunch more things that I want to talk about, especially something that might even benefit the ladies. So we better get this show on the road. So in typical fashion. Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who does not mind giving control to the ladies because sometimes we like it when y'all are dominant. Y'all can do some interesting shit and there. Eh? He is a man whose favorite form of cardio just included skipping leg day. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex and relationships show where I tend to talk about something that will piss someone off for some reason yet it's mostly probably true. Now, before I go too far into the podcast and, you know, discuss a bunch of things and lose this information, I might as well do this right now while we're still starting. So last week while we were doing Tweet Street, on one of the tweets I did mention the whole concept of being beautiful versus being fuckable and I asked the ladies to correct me if I was wrong. Now, while some ladies came out to tell me that I was wrong, much as they didn't tell me why I was wrong or what was supposed to be right, there were some that did come out and say that I was right about the whole concept of them preferring to be called beautiful rather than fuckable and they added that it does vary with different women so to make a slight change instead of women want to be considered beautiful and not fuckable i will say that women prefer being considered beautiful as opposed to being fuckable so i just figured i should clear that one up real quick um so i should probably move things on but before we get to the main topic of today i do need to break down something a little bit because It was something that I was being told about and I kind of even felt that pain. Y'all remember that episode where we did the whole friends with benefits and the rules of it and I was busy criticizing what the other guy had talked about? There was something that I didn't mention. And it's the part where when your friend with benefits gets a mean and suddenly has to end things. Otherwise, you'll end up being turned into a side piece. And honestly speaking, I think it's one of those pains that people will hardly ever talk about. Almost like those times when you have that one last piece of meat on your plate and you were trying to have it as like the last thing and then one of your friends or family members or siblings just went and decided to take that piece. Like those are some of those pains that hit us real hard and we rarely ever talk about it. Cause imagine you've prepped yourself up you know you're super energized you're ready to either go to her place or she's supposed to come to your place or vice versa whichever gender you're in and you hit up the homie and you're either supposed to deliver pipe or you're supposed to take pipe and then they're suddenly like no i don't think we can do this anymore because i just got myself a me you know what i just started dating so we can't do this no more like that shit hurts like that shit hurts a lot Yes, I can get. There's a couple of benefits here and there, like, you know, if they were coming to your place and they wanted Uber money or they were supposed to come through and y'all do the do and then y'all eat your food, then probably it's like a savings of resource to some degree. But there's a certain pain that you feel that can't even be quantified that well because it's a very secret kind of pain that you feel because it's like you had planned for it so much and now you have to go the five alive route if you're a guy. Like, you guys had been so good, y'all were rolling so well, but suddenly there's someone who just happened to interrupt your scheduled programming simply because they've fallen in love with with your pal. Like, it doesn't even feel warranted. It don't feel that nice. And I honestly feel for each and every one of y'all that go through such a thing. Because it's not like there's that many people that you would actually become a friends with benefits with because it's not like all people are built for the friends with benefits kind of relationship. Not everyone is built to just have the casual sex and still be friends. Not everyone is built to do all of that and not catch feelings, which is why the worst thing that can happen to a friends with benefits besides, you know, them leaving you because they got a main is them catching feelings because sometimes you're not ready for such a thing. But at the same time, it could be the best thing that can happen to a relationship. But that's beyond the point. Like y'all are great as friends and y'all just so happen to be good at smashing each other. Like how many people can you say will be able to give it to you as well as that same friend will at the same time, understanding how it is that you like to receive it all while just choosing to keep it all nice and friendly. And on top of that, not waving it all around and acting all selfish with it like a stingy man's black card. Like that's a special kind of specimen that's there. And they're very rare. There's not that many people that can be friends with benefits on such a level. And the unfortunate part about it is because there's not that many people that are ready for that. And because there's not that many people that can get into the whole phase. There's not that many people that can manage to separate the sex part from the intimacy part. All of a sudden, it's like, damn, it's like we've lost a soldier. It's like now one man is going to have to fight it alone. And the unfortunate part is when he's fighting it alone and this one-man army it's the monkey that suffers just saying but anyways for those of you all that have been affected by such a thing i would like to reach out and tell you that i'm sorry but you know what there's still a chance that you're gonna get someone that will embody those same qualities you might just get someone that also knows how to throw it back and cater to your needs while also having some pleasure of their own and keeping it friendly yes they're there yes you might take a while before you find one but in the meantime you know what just keep on searching and hopefully while you're busy searching maybe your former friend with benefits might just break up with a boyfriend or girlfriend just saying just saying but anyways that rant aside we should probably move it on to our topic of today but before we get to that though do you have controversial opinions do you like to engage in political commentary are you interested in current affairs? If so, this is Bungay's The Podcast for You. You can catch myself, Sandrine, Jagame, and Nalo every week under Kenya Public Radio. So, over the past couple of years that I've been in the game of talking about love, sex, and relationships, whether as a presenter on radio or as a podcaster, there's something that I've been hearing quite a bit, which has always kind of intrigued me. Now, it's usually this thing where you hear some babe saying, Oh, I've got the kind of pussy that make my ex want to come back. Oh, I've got the kind of pussy that can make a nigga want to cheat on his girlfriend. Oh, I've got the kind of pussy that can make a nigga want to wife me and never want to let go. Stuff like that. And it's not like women are the only ones who've done it. Guys usually do that as well. They'll talk about how with the kind of dick that they give, that babe isn't going to go anywhere that you probably made sure that you digmatized her and she's never gonna leave you and the thing is people have kind of always put it on the private parts to kind of do the major job nowadays i don't know maybe it's because our generation is heavily sexualized and you know we believe that good sexual prowess can actually keep somebody but in a sense, you listen to it and it's all alluding to the idea that whatever sexual prowess or whatever nice private organs you've got, they're the type that keep the potential partner that you want with you. And in a sense, maybe that could be true. That could be what's keeping them in a sense. But You look at all the other things that people expect to keep somebody in the relationships or stuff like booty, especially considering that there's guys that can say that I would marry that ass, you know, people like me who have a sickness for the thickness, just saying. Even when it comes to the looks, people will expect those exact same things to kind of hold the partner that you have, the person that you supposedly are with in a state of being faithful and not wanting to cheat on you. Because for some reason, it's like there's this belief that if I look really good, if I have this kind of booty, or if I ride him this well, that'll make sure that he will not leave me. And in a sense, if you're to listen to people on the outside, that would seem true because people would be like, you know what, with a booty like that, how could you ever leave such a babe? With a body like that, how could you ever leave such a babe? With a babe that's that fine. Who would ever want to cheat on her? But then all of a sudden, people start to pay attention to that relationship that she's in. People start to pay attention to the kind of people that she's dated. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, this person cheated on their babe. And the babe was extremely fine. This and this person cheated on a perfect 10. How could they? What would make them leave and actually cheat? What is it that she didn't do? What is it that he did do? What kind of a bum is this? How could he do that to her? Then all of a sudden, whilst you're busy looking for answers, you stumble upon break time on Westside. You decide to listen to every single episode because supposedly there might be some advice in there. And then you hear that apparently there's this thing called pretty privilege. And just because someone's fine doesn't mean they're necessarily perfect, doesn't mean they're necessarily that good in bed, or they're that good of a homemaker, or that they're that caring of an individual. Then you listen to an episode about why it is that your mans could be cheating and you're like you know what maybe there was a finer babe that this guy noticed and much as the mind was strong the flesh was weak so as he was walking he tripped and he fell into the vagina maybe there was something that he wanted that she wasn't providing so the man's got it from someone else especially if that side piece isn't even all that fine maybe she looks like the only challenge she can do is the silhouette challenge and that's with all the lights turned off and not just the red one left on Maybe it's one of those situations or maybe, just maybe, there could be that whole research that you've read which shows that there is no direct correlation between good physical looks and the health of a relationship improving because of the good looks. But at some point you're like, you know what, screw all of this. This is wrong. I've met this babe. Much as she's a pretty babe, it's not like she's arrogant. She's confident, yes, but she's a nice person, she's a caring human being. She actually seems like she would make an amazing homemaker. So why exactly would this guy cheat? So maybe now you might just jump onto the feminist side of things and all of a sudden start saying, you know what? Men are actually trash. Maybe he was actually just a trash human being. And maybe you could be right. Maybe he is a trash human being. But it's not like all men are. Doesn't mean that you're gonna turn lesbian because of it. If you're a guy, it doesn't mean that you're gonna suddenly change your gender. So in a sense, you're left wondering... What exactly would make a man cheat on a very beautiful, very caring human being? And that's probably what we should be discussing today. Because at this point, I think people have always been asking themselves, why is it that he's still cheating? Why is it that she will cheat on him? Why is it that people cheat and sometimes the other partner is actually doing the most? They are giving everything and then some. How is it? That on the flip side of this, there's guys, there's girls that are being mistreated by their partner and they're still faithful. How is it that they're still loyal yet they're being mistreated, they're being abused, they're being uh, violated in one way or another and they're being faithful yet there's people that are being treated like angels, like princesses, like queens, like kings and these people are still going out to cheat. How is it that such a thing is happening? Here's the most interesting part about it. I actually seem to have found the answer and the answer is actually quite simple. And you can start putting up your guesses, cause you know, maybe it's some parts. Maybe it could be a certain kind of pussy. Maybe there's a certain way that you're supposed to ride it or give it head. Maybe there's something that you're supposed to do for them. And maybe you're not doing it at all. It could be that. It could be one of those many, many reasons, but I'd argue that it isn't. Because the real reason why he chose to cheat is actually because He actually just chose to do it. It's not that there was something that pulled him. It's not that he was under some form of mind control. He just chose to cheat. Like there wasn't any special form of magic that turned him. It's not like the devil came in and told him, you know what, go cheat and then, you know, took his organs and like took control of them and like dumped him into, into the other woman's pussy or, you know, hopped on the other guy's dick. Like it was not like there was anything that prevented him from being faithful except himself or herself like that person that partner that you're looking at that cheated cheated out of their own free will if they did it and it wasn't of their own free will then technically they can claim that they were raped or you know they're being framed and there could be an argument for it but most times it's not like people cheat without really having the control on it And they choose to do it. And that's something that usually gets people the wrong way. Because sometimes people will come back and they'll question themselves and they'll be like, what did I do wrong? Why didn't I put in this much into the relationship? And yes, sometimes you could be the reason. But ultimately, the final decision came down to your partner and they chose to make the decision that didn't favor you. Cause you look at the people that claim that they have the most killer pussy or they have the best looks or they have the best dick or they have the best ABCD and if you look hard enough you might just find that they've been cheated on. Like, people will continue claiming that they have the killer A, B, C, D, but they'll still probably end up being cheated on, not necessarily because they failed at any of that, or they screwed up on one day and the person was like, nope, glitch in the system, let me leave. But their partner went, saw something that they probably liked outside of the relationship, thought through their options, or probably didn't think, and then, you know, walked around, slid and fell inside, and then boom, all of a sudden, it's like they're cheating all of a sudden it's like they're thinking about someone else besides their partner. Cause to give you the idea of someone that sounds like they'd be amazingly faithful, let me even read something that I saw online. So some lady was like, call me old fashioned but I was raised to serve my husband, cook his meals, do his laundry, massage him after work always clean the house. That's exactly the wife I am going to be. If he cheated on me, I lacked something he needed and wanted and that's on me. And I'll see such things, I'll hear of such situations, but ultimately you'll still hear that such and such a person cheated on their partner yet all of this was being done for them. And deep down, you might want to say that there might have been something that the partner couldn't do or there could be something that the side piece was giving that, you know, the partner couldn't give and maybe you might be right but ultimately your partner chose to cheat and that was a decision that they consciously chose to make on their own. So to kind of sum it up, there is nothing that you can do to keep someone that wants to cheat from actually cheating. Maybe you step in and you catch them just before they do the act but still either way they're still gonna be looking for chances to cheat again and let's be honest by the time they've gotten there there's probably nothing that you can do to stop them from doing it again. And that's that. Like, there's no hiding from it, there's no sugarcoating it. That's it. Like, people have tried all sorts of methods to keep their husbands or wives in check, and not cheat on them. And guess what? 99% of those times, it's backfired. The 1% of the time when it's actually worked, is mostly credited to things like witchcraft. Because well, if there's one thing that you should probably never fuck with, It's witchcraft because that shit can be dangerous as hell. People have gotten stuck in other people's vaginas. Just saying. Just saying. But that being said, let me just put it out there that much as I'm saying that this is a them thing and it was their decision. I will tell you from the get go, you carry a pretty good amount of influence on whether your partner gets to cheat or not to cheat. So please remember that and try and make sure that you're the best partner you can be to your partner I guess and yes everything that I have said on this podcast about why guys cheat is actually true yes all of those reasons are actually true but because I don't want to confuse you I will tell you that they are influencers and not necessarily determinants in that they will influence his decision to cheat but they won't be the ultimate decider on whether he gets to cheat or not so when it still comes down to it they have to be the ones to decide whether they're gonna do it or not do it So please, regardless of whether you're male or female, your partner's decision to cheat was entirely theirs. It wasn't yours, it was theirs. BUT, and I will repeat, BUT, there is a good chance that you can influence whether they get to cheat or not, based on how it is that you treat them and how you are as a partner. So please, always strive to be the best partner that you can be. And that way, we can probably have a little less people cheating because they lacked something in the relationship. But anyways, I want your thoughts on this. Do you think that there's more influences to cheating and do you think that the determinants of cheating go beyond just the one person making that one decision? The DMs are open on Instagram, it is at Breaktime on Westside, on Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And if you're hitting me up on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at Bagaka the D is the handle to go to. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you're listening on Castbox, feel free to drop your comments and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.